Greetings, people. What's up? Welcome to Mexico. This is the Chalice, and yes, it's me, King Maxi. Now, let's talk some cartoon comics and bad habits. Bam! Hit it for a second time in a row, baby. Um, Supergirl is still a thing. Gotham is still getting juicy. And I want to talk about Saturday morning. What happened? Where did it all go wrong in a world? Well, Saturday mornings no longer exist. It's probably because cartoons are accessible 24 hours a day, nonstop. This is what we asked for, but we didn't know what we was going to lose. I remember like, because I grew up without cable. Like, and for you people who think without cable, not basic cable with just 40 channels. I'm talking about no cable. We had seven channels. And all you had was... You know, ABC, uh, CBS, NBC, PBS, Fox, and UPN. Well, back when UPN was a thing. And only time you really got to watch cartoons was right after school from 3 to about 5. Then Saturday morning from 6 to about 11-ish. Once that app, that special movie came around 11 or 12-ish, that's it for cartoons. Then... Early Sunday morning, you can catch some. That was first time I ever seen Dragon Ball Z. Not Z, but Dragon Ball. I was into that, but I never really caught on to Dragon Ball Z. But anyway. Mm. Good job, Boona. Drank that, OJ. But anyway. The death of Saturday morning. I remember being, I remember just always wanting to see cartoons. I'm like, man, I can't get enough of cartoons. All I want to do is watch cartoons all day, every day, non-stop. And now that we got access to cartoons all day, every day, non-stop, the feeling of a Saturday morning is over. Waking up, if you... I'm not too old, but I'm old enough to remember when TV used to shut off, waking up exactly at 6, right when TV turned back on. Because for you young folks, if you're listening, it was a period in time where they cut the TV's off, you signed off, that was it, finito, at least for me, not having cable, that was it, done, no more TV, after a while it stopped, but anyway, waking up early, six, watching Looney Tunes, then, oh, the feeling, the atmosphere was just, oh, because you knew, and it was, you you knew you had to be loyal, because if you missed that show, the new ones, you never knew when you might see another one again, but now, you know, online, everywhere, you know, you got access to it. It ain't no thing but a chicken wing this year. So that's what happened on Saturday mornings. We begged for cartoons and we got it. And we lost the thrill, which I ain't hating on. Like, like, like it sucks not having a Saturday morning, which I plan on doing with my, um, my little, my little, my little princess. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna make Saturday mornings. Classic 90s cartoons morning. I'm going to go in and say, hey, wake up. You about to come in here, eat some cereal, and watch some classic cartoons. Some of the good stuff. I'm not saying none of this new stuff ain't good, but it's just something about stuff in your childhood. Like, um, so many cartoons. Like, oh, Street Sharks. Anybody remember Street Sharks? I remember Street Sharks. Oh, being young and enjoying cartoons back then was just a good time you know you never knew when you might get to see one now you kids are spoiled you get it when you want how you want 
when you want it. Static Shock, that was another show from my childhood. How did I get in shows about my childhood? I started somewhere else, but that's what the podcast is. We start here, we get there, and we do what we do. Static Shock. Static Shock was the, the was a defining moment. Let me see. Because my, my life is a blur. Like, I really don't remember it. Like, most people remember their younger years. Like me, like my younger years are, are real mashed up blur. So I'm going to see what year Static Shock came out on TV because I can gauge where I was. Okay, Static Shock was started in 2000, ended in 2004, which was the majority of my high school year. What is the majority? That was my high school year from 2000 to 2004. So that show was monumental in the form of the great king you hear before thine ears. You feel Zai? Because since sixth grade, I always knew I was going to be some type of artist. I was really, I wasn't really, I, I wanted to be more heavy into comic books, but we, we couldn't afford really comic books. I remember only time I really got comic books, I got uh, one issue, I think it was Marvel versus DC, where they mixed them up. I don't know. I've been hearing people talking about amalgam issues. I don't really know what I was reading, but all I know is Batman and Wolverine merged together. It was a thick graphing, y'all. I love that freaking book. Then, oh, I got uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. That was another one I read as a kid, which was freaking amazing. I haven't read too many comic books. Then I went to Toys, at the time, Toys R Us, when it was mildly more popular than it was now, Lisa Meyer had this this um kind of like a you just big old pack of comic which is random comic book stone in there and bam that's how I got immersed and those were the limited of com- comic books I had I think and there was a was a, a return of Superman like after he died and he came back in the black then they had a steel number one um couple other old oldies up in there some someone newer at the time was in there i don't it was that's really all i really had to gauge from comic books we have the cheddar to get many as i would like so most of my stuff comes from tv you know x-men all that i don't know where i'm going with this but i'm gonna get right back on track and talk about how Static Shock changed the game for a play. Well, since sixth grade, I knew I wanted to do something hard. At first, I wanted to be a comic book artist. That was the thing. That was what I was going to do. I wanted to make my own stories. That's what I wanted to do. Had my own characters, everything. Now, when Static Shock came out, it changed the game for me because up to that point, all my characters were white dudes. I just drew white characters. And I ain't nothing wrong with drawing white characters, but... But then when I saw Static Shock, I said, oh, holy snap. My characters can be black. Oh, baby. Changing the game. Because all my characters were essentially like based off. My character was based off me. But he was a white guy. Then when I knew the black guy could be a character. Bam. Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, wherever you at in the universe or the afterlife or wherever they send people once they expire here on Earth. Appreciate that, young blood. He ain't even young because he's older than me. But whatever. Changed the game. Made my hero black. I even drew my own comic book at one time, which actually became a complete rip off of Static Shock. I mean, I like I just ripped it. Like it was but I completed the whole thing. I was excited about it. It was a static shock ripoff. 
it was just uh, my hero had electrical powers like static shot uh, it was just glorious glorious ripoff but hey you live you learn and you move on from things now i'm gonna segue into your mama and see what she talking about what she probably talking about nothing not time bad uh-huh getting older mm-hmm. but yeah i'm gonna segue over here from that because as I talk, I can't even remember where I was leading in this conversation. But all I know is I'm going to lead right here to things I want to discuss. Like, like for my younger years that I never really felt like I got to accomplish. Like, I never, ever, ever beat any Mario game. Not Super Mario World. Not Super Mario World Yoshi's Island. Not Super Mario three and that's not even with the flute i never beat those games but i went back and played super mario 3 and i realized those boards was super easy and could, like like as a kid those things well i felt like these those boards and if you're young and you you and you don't understand when i say boards us older people back at you know a level we call them boards at least where i was from we call them boards but anyway I didn't realize to now, like, those things were short. All you got to do is climb to the top of Super Mario 3. If you didn't know, and you can pretty much beat every level just by staying by the top of the screen. Ridiculously easy. But I still couldn't beat it. To this day, I, I, I should get an emulator and just play Super Mario World 3 and try to beat it. That may be the thing I do. Who want to watch me play Super Mario 3? Mexico Gaming, or just that game. Or... I also played another game that a lot of people ask me, what's my favorite game? Now, I'm not a gamer by far. You can you can talk to any of my colleagues, any of my allies, associates. They'll tell you, King Maxi plays no games. He's strictly business, and he's all about that cheddar. Well, actually, I, I, I'm not all about that cheddar. About that fanny that... I'm getting outside. Anyway. You may laugh, but I love the Lion King game from when the movie came out. I never got to beat it because at the time I, I got this uh game. I rented it from this ancient place called Blockbuster. You people may or may not heard of it, but yeah, you know. And I returned, never got to beat it. But that game is what I remember being fun. And and I tried to play it. And I like movie games. Like, I'm not an intense game player. Like, Metal Gear Solid, can't play it. Too hard pumping. I can't. I can't get with the thrill of just. Too, I can watch somebody else play it, but I cannot play it myself. I like my. I like heart, heart, not heart, but um, lighthearted games. But then I tried to play what game recently? Movie game I played. I played the Madagascar game, and oh my god, they! I was like, Are y'all gonna let me play? Or are you gonna walk me through this entire game? Because. When I play Lion King, they just let me play. Nowadays, they just literally walk you through every single motion you're doing the game. I'm like, let me freaking play the game, buddy. Oh, don't be like that, dog. Oh. But times are changing. The ocean is moving. The winds and tides are changing. I'm getting older. Nobody's getting younger unless you're Benjamin Button, then you're doing the reverse. But you're still getting older in a sense, but your body is, is shit. Now, I don't know nothing about no Benjamin Button. I've never seen that movie. But, you know, 
I'm older. I'm more geekier than ever. Lamer than ever. Doing what I do more than ever. But hey, I'm still king of Mexico. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. But that's pretty much the gist of what I want to ramble and bamble about. So, eh. But yeah, there you go. I'm done. I'm not done. I'm not going to um, drag you out any longer. But hey, while you at it, go on check out my boy Easy Jesus SoundCloud. As usual, links will be wherever they're supposed to be at. Check out my boy Rich Forever. Links will be there. Check out the EMG Asylum page. Links will be there. Um, click that subscribe button. Do not be scared. It ain't nothing there that's going to hurt you. You just gonna click, you gonna serve the royalty, the king can be happy, and we can make things happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Links for everything else you probably need to know is below. Oh, yeah, this this is gonna be on iTunes now. Oh, so if you listen on iTunes, rate it, like it, do some stuff. It's on SoundCloud. We're everywhere, baby. And your mama house, too. Uh-huh. Live long. Eat cheese. <laughs>